Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another Tuesday with Terry B. I used to say it was Terry B. from New Jersey, but today it's Terry, and I'm talking to you live from Austin, Texas, where the sun is hot, the barbecue is sweet, and all the drinks are free if you want to hang out with me. Well, it's getting colder, I'll tell you that. It's January, and it's getting a little bit colder, but I want to start this morning with a little story, and the title of this uh, presentation is How to Have More Meaning in Your Life. And uh, the story goes like this. As she stood at the front of the fifth grade class on the very first day of school, she told the children an untruth. Like most teachers, she looked at her students and said that she loved them all the same. However, that was impossible because there in the front row, slumped in his seat, was a little boy and his name was Teddy Stoddard. Mrs. Thompson had watched Teddy the year before and noticed that he did not play well with the other children, that his clothes were messy, and that he consistently needed a bath. In addition, Teddy could be unpleasant at times. It also got to the point where Mrs. Thompson would actually take delight in marking his papers uh, with a broad red pen, making bold X's, and then putting a big F at the top of the paper. At the school, where Mrs. Thompson taught, she was required to review each child's past records and she put Teddy's off until last. However, when she reviewed his file, she was in for a bit of surprise. Teddy's first grade teacher wrote, Teddy is a bright child with a ready laugh. He does his work neatly and he has good manners. He is a joy to be around. His second grade teacher wrote, Teddy is an excellent student, well liked by his classmates, but he is troubled because his mother has terminal illness and life at home must be a struggle. His third grade teacher wrote, his mother's death has been hard on him. He tries to do his best, but his father doesn't show much interest in his home life and soon affects him if steps are not taken. Teddy's fourth grade teacher wrote, Teddy is withdrawn and doesn't show much interest in school. He doesn't have many friends and he sometimes sleeps in class. And by now, Mrs. Thompson realized the problem and she was ashamed of herself. She felt even worse when her students brought her Christmas presents wrapped in beautiful ribbons and bright paper. Except for Teddy's, his present was clumsily wrapped in a heavy brown paper bag that he got from the grocery store probably earlier that day. Mrs. Thompson took pains to open it in the middle of the other presents. Some of the children started to laugh when they found a rhinestone bracelet with some of the stones that were missing or a bottle of... That was a quarter full of perfume. But she stifled the children's laughter. And when she exclaimed how pretty the bracelet was, putting it on and dabbing some of the perfume on her wrist, Teddy Stoddard stayed after school that day long enough just to say, Mrs. Thompson, today you smell just like my mom used to. After the children left, she cried at least for an hour. And on that very day, she quit teaching, reading, writing, and arithmetic instead. And she began to teach children. Mrs. Thompson paid particular attention to Teddy. As she worked with him, his mind seemed to come alive. The more she encouraged him, the faster he responded. By the end of the year, Teddy had become one of the smartest children in the class. And despite her lie that she would love all the children the same, Teddy became actually one of her favorites, a teacher's pet, as you've heard before. A year later, she found a note under the door from Teddy telling her that she was still the best teacher he had ever had in his whole life. Six years went by before she got another note from Teddy. He then wrote that he had finished high school 
He was third in the class, and she was still the best teacher he had ever had in his life. Four years after that, she got another letter saying that while things had been tough at times, he stayed in school, had stuck with it, and would soon graduate from college with the highest of honors. He assured Mrs. Thompson that she was still the best and most favorite teacher he had ever had in his whole life. And then four more years had passed, she got another letter. This time, it explained that after he had got his bachelor's degree, he decided to go on a little further, and the letter explained that she was still the best and favorite teacher. But now his name was a little stronger. The letter was signed Theodore F. Stoddard, M.D. The story does not even end there, you see. There was yet another letter that spring when Teddy said that he had met the girl of his dreams and he was going to marry her. He explained that his father had died a couple of years ago and was wondering if Mrs. Thompson might agree to sit at the wedding in place that was usually reserved for the mother of the groom. Of course, Mrs. Thompson did, and guess what? She wore the bracelet. She wore the perfume. The bracelet had a few rhinestones missing. But moreover, she made sure that that perfume was dabbed on her neck and Teddy would be able to remember his mother on their very last Christmas coming together. They hugged each other, and Dr. Stoddard whispered into Mrs. Thompson's ear, Thank you, Mrs. Thompson, for believing in me. Thank you so much for making me feel important, showing me that I could make a difference. Mrs. Thompson, with tears in her eyes, whispered back. She said, you know, Teddy, you have it all wrong. You were the one who taught me that I could make a difference. I didn't know how to teach until I met you. And for you that don't know, Teddy Stoddard is the doctor at Iowa Methodist Hospital in Des Moines, Iowa. That is the Stoddard Cancer Wing today. Warm someone's heart today. Pass this along. I love this story so much, and I cry every time I read it just to try and make a difference in someone else's life today or tomorrow. Just do it. And so that little story is a story about a teacher that had meaning in someone else's life, had meaning in a student's life, and it made all the difference in the world for him. And he always looked back at that fundamental piece of him and his fifth grade teacher and what she had done because she believed in him. A lot of things have happened to me uh, and with me and for me recently and in my my uh, uh, adventure with Orange Theory Fitness. And it's interesting. I, I received the book. This is I uh, received this some time ago. It's called The Austin Fitness Group. And inside of this book, there are pages upon pages of uh, pictures. I wish I could show it to you. I can't show it everything, but just pictures of pages and people and and stories, you know, letters that uh, employees have written to me about some of those same kind of things. I, I share that with you because it has meaning to me. And I'm just going to read you the opening page here for this particular book because all of my career, all of my life, I've tried to impact people. I've tried to help other people. I've tried to be a mentor. I've tried to be a teacher to people and help them in their journey. But this says, Terry, the impact that you've had on this company, the brand and the people is fortunately so much deeper than the day's net gain. It's hard to feel like you're having an impact you're really striving for when it's not clearly written at the top of your day's flash report. You're one of the rare people in the world who leaves an impact on almost everyone in your wake, whether it's someone meeting you for the first time and being graced with a witty terryism or a memorable enthusiasm or of the many people who have literally uprooted their lives and moved across the country for you and your belief in them. 
Or perhaps you've put a deal on a napkin or an opportunity on a napkin at a Starbucks, at a restaurant, someplace that they have reserved and and kept and uh, come back to uh, show you that later on. It doesn't go unnoticed how much you pour into people, how much you invest in them, how much you build them up. Though maybe sometimes it's more than being uh, forged through fire and how much you deeply care about their success. The people who pass through these doors, even the ones who have since moved on, carry memories and lessons with them that make their experience here more than just a job. They believe in the brand that you've helped to build from infancy, and they believe that working with you has left a positive impact in their life. The company's just turned five and a half years old, and that's cause for celebration through COVID and out of COVID. But of course, the history goes back much, much further for many people. The lives you've touched, the careers you've impacted, and the friends that you've made along the way speak volumes. This book captures only a tiny percentage of your legacy, a snapshot of personal memories and gratitude from people who love Orange Theory Fitness, love Terry Blachek, and recognize that one hardly exists without the other. Your name is Terry, and you're our friend. Gets me emotional because that has meaning and has purpose to me. It gives meaning and purpose to my life of how I've impacted or impacted or affected other people. And so when you stop and think about your daily habits, when you stop and think about your interpersonal skills or interpersonal moments with people, there's a secret world that's going on out there that uh, your daily habits, the way that you interact with people, your unnoticed routines, your small courtesies, your uh, hospitality, the way that you treat people, it begins to shape not only their lives, but it actually has an impact on yourself and shapes your own life. And so what I wanted to do is just share with you three simple ways to create, I call it meaningful relationships with people, because there are three questions that every employee, every person, every customer ask of you that they never say these out loud. I've talked about these in customer service moments before, but this rings true, I think, for employees and people in their relationships. These are un articulated questions that people have uh, as you go through life, as you go through your career, as you go through your boss, supervisor, employee, employer relationships, and just with your friends. And here's number one. Number one people ask themselves is, does anyone here know my name? I wonder if Terry knows my name. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that when I've left a, a studio is, does he even know who I am? The regional come to me and say, does he even know my name? Does he know who I am? I can't tell you how important using people's names and remembering names and, 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 and using people's names when you meet them. Number two is, does anyone even know I'm here? You know, people want to know that they count. People want to know that they're having a part in the play. People want to know that they have a part in the program. And if nobody recognizes that they're there, if they get no recognition for their effort, for showing up, that doesn't necessarily create the best relationship. So one of the ways you can do this is to always recognize anybody, whether it's from the uh, the janitor and the sweeper to the top president, CEO of, a, of an organization, but give people the absolute recognition that they deserve just by showing up. Number three, does anyone care about me? What that really says is, have you taken a sincere and personal interest in other people to understand what's really going on in their life outside of work? is do you really realize that people, you know, people go through uh, 
uh, you know, family issues and people go through financial issues and people go through relationship issues outside of what's really going on at work. And when you take a sincere interest in them and what's happening in their life, that shows them that you care. You've heard it a million times. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And so my message this morning is if you want to start having a more meaningful relationship with your spouse, if you want to have a more meaningful relationship with your employees, if you want to have a more meaningful relationship with your business associates, with your church associates, your acquaintances, man, you got to start letting them know that you really care about them and take a sincere interest in them. Remember their name and let them know, recognize them when they show up and they're there and really show them that you, in fact, do care. Never give somebody advice. Just offer some information. Say, look, this is how it happened to me. This is what happened to me. And if you'd like to know more, I'd be happy to share with you. Always get their permission before you start giving some counsel or giving giving information because sometimes people just want you to listen. They don't necessarily want you to, you know, jump in and tell them all the answers to everything. Sometimes they just need an ear to listen to. Take the time today to be better at recognizing people's names, taking a sincere interest in them, showing them that you care and letting them know that they, you recognize that they at least showed up. That, if you continue to do that in small ways every single day with the people that you're around, you can have a long and meaningful relationship even after maybe you're not working together. I truly believe that. It certainly happened for me. I'm going to talk about this a little bit more in a future episode, but I believe in meaningful relationships. I think that opens the doors and the pathways to many things in your life. It certainly has for me. And uh, on behalf of all of us here at uh, Black Ops, and uh, these guys do a good job, by the way, at Black Ops. I See, look at that. Another compliment. I'm just pop- popping out there. Uh, but I'll also, just just uh, for those of you who've been listening to my podcast, I'm grateful and appreciate that. Share it with a friend, and uh, maybe it'll uh, do somebody a little bit of good. My name's Terry. I'm your friend. Have a wonderful day.